Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East and this is the Good morning, it's Friday the 19th of August and it's National Potato Day. And a big happy birthday to Simon Bird, Bill Clinton, Matthew Perry and Jenny Bond. Thursday saw more rail strikes across the country as 45,000 staff walked out, leaving only 20% of train services running. A further strike's due to follow on Saturday. Education Secretary James Cleverly says the Rail Workers Union are holding working people hostage. What they're doing through these strikes is they are disadvantaging people trying to get to work, trying to put food on the table, trying to keep a roof over their uh, uh, roof over their heads. Transport Secretary Grant Shapps published a 16-point plan in a Daily Mail article and says reforms are still needed, but he still hasn't sat down with unions leaders. Meanwhile, Network Rail Chief Exec Andrew Haynes can't get a meeting with the unions to discuss what he wants to put on the table, which includes redundancies in an 8% pay rise. I think the problem is that we've put a very good deal on the table that gives a guarantee of jobs for everyone who wants it. But that hasn't been put to my staff. With more strikes expected, including bus and underground workers over the next few days, Mick Lynch, General Secretary of the Rail, Maritime and Transport Union, the RMT, says if something doesn't change, the country could be heading for a general strike. There is a wave of reaction uh, amongst working people to the way they're being treated. People are getting poorer every day of the week. People can't pay their bills. They're getting treated despicably in the workplace. I think there will be generalised and synchronised action. The Tory leadership race continues, although it certainly turned into a marathon rather than a sprint. Liz Truss remains strongly favoured by the bookies with a 93% chance of becoming the next Prime Minister. Rishi Sunak hasn't given up the battle though, so what better way to win over the Tory party voters than to pop up on this morning and play the Man of the People card? Well, it didn't go as well as he might have hoped as he struggled when asked about what he orders in McDonald's. So I get bacon roll with ketchup and the, and the pancakes. Hash oh! Hash brown though, hash no, brown. So I didn't yesterday, but if I'm with my daughters, then yeah. we get the wrap. Oh, my the do- girls my, like the my rap. eldest daughter is all we get the wraps. So if I'm with her, that wrap with the hash brown and everything in it yeah. is what we do. Alas, the internet was quick to point out those wraps were discontinued in March 2020, which was a very sad day in the East household. And as the cost of living crisis rolls on, people have, not unreasonably, been asking who's actually in charge at the moment. Boris appears to be on a semi-permanent holiday, and there's no sign of government action on inflation, but Tory MP Mark Harper says it's not Boris's problem. He's effectively a caretaker Prime Minister. He's not able to make significant policy decisions um, because we've got to elect a new leader to make those big decisions. Thursday saw Turkish President Erdogan and UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres meet with Ukrainian President Zelensky in Lviv. 
The meeting discussed the ongoing war with the escalating tension over Europe's biggest nuclear plant in Zaporizhia. Even as they were meeting, Russian Lieutenant General Igor Konoshenkov was predicting that a false flag attack by Ukraine on the plant would see Russia wrongly blamed for a nuclear disaster. The Kyiv regime is preparing a resonant provocation at the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant during a visit to Ukraine by UN Secretary General Antonio Gutseriev, as a result of which the Russian Federation will be accused of creating a man-made disaster at this power plant. The threat of a nuclear incident has particular power in Ukraine after the nuclear disaster at Chernobyl in 1986. Zelensky says the presence of European and international ambassadors in Kyiv is a strong sign of strength of Ukrainians in the state which will ultimately prevail. Ukrainian soldiers will destroy the potential of the occupiers step by step, and the day will come when the enemy die in Zaporozhye, in the south, in the east of the country, and in Crimea. The invaders will die like dew in the sun. Donald Trump's not been having a great August as his legal troubles continue to pile up. There's a real risk for him in Georgia as a grand jury saw Rudy Giuliani testify this week over election interference. He's had a Mar-a-Lago raid by the FBI and now he's also got real problems in New York. The former chief financial officer of Trump Corporation, Alan Weiselberg, pled guilty on Thursday to 15 charges of criminal tax fraud and has agreed to cooperate and testify against Trump at a trial in October. And as if that wasn't bad enough, Infowars lunatic and original Trump stan Alex Jones has jumped ship and is now Team Ron DeSantis. But that said, I am supporting DeSantis. DeSantis is just gone from being awesome to being unbelievably good. And I don't just watch a man's actions, as Christ said, judge a tree by his fruits. I can also look in his eyes on HD video, and I see the real sincerity. Still to come on the Smart 7, it's clobbering time for Anthony Joshua and Angela Bassett's ready to head back into Wakanda right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. Three. Saturday night sees heavyweight action in Saudi Arabia as Anthony Joshua bids to win his three belts back in a rematch with Alexander Usyk. It's make or break time for Joshua with rumours swirling he may retire if he loses. The Sporting News' chief boxing writer and host of the brilliant new Clobbering Time podcast, Andreas Hale, explains why a win for Anthony Joshua is better for boxing. Anthony Joshua is like the Superman supermodel type. Like this dude could be in like your Rihanna Fenty Savage commercials. Like he could be in a Beyonce music video, right? Like he could be like modeling underwear somewhere. He could be in, a, in an action movie. No disrespect to Usyk, but Usyk don't, doesn't ooze that charisma and that marketability that Anthony Joshua does. Clubber in Time with no G is available wherever you get your podcasts right now. Demi Lovato is back and they're doing better than ever following treatment for addiction. Their new album, Holy F*** just dropped and they're also co-hosting The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon for three nights this week. Demi sat down with Apple Music Zane Lowe to chat about leaving treatment with incredible friends, having witnessed many different experiences of struggle. Each time I've left with incredible friends, incredible insight and 
into who they are and how we all struggle and we're one in the same. And I wanted to make an anthem for everyone that I knew, everyone I don't know, and for myself. From civil rights activist Betty Shabazz to Ramonda, Queen of Wakanda, Angela Bassett certainly earned her reputation for playing strong and powerful women. Now, the star's set to take the lead in Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever, seeing the return of her iconic character when it hits cinemas in November. The actress teased its release in her recent appearance on The Kelly Clarkson Show, saying representation of different characters is incredibly important. Will the Queen get to fight in this next one? Because I want you to. Really? Come on! Oh, she's going. She's going. I'm just going to throw down. Strength. Yeah, I, think it's I really... really give a lot up to our director and our writer, so Ryan Coogler. He, I mean, such, such a tremendous talent, and yeah. and everyone that he he brings on that set, everyone in front of you know in front of the camera and behind the camera, so impressive. This has been the Smart Seven. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Have a great day. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.